Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer, and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And I'll tell you what, um, what I should start doing is a pre-show before the show. Because <laughs> our guest tonight, we've all been having a fun time talking about life and campaigns and all kinds of stuff. And I feel bad because I'm telling you guys when you missed out on all of this. But anyway, you're going to hear a lot more. Uh, Mark Thielman is here, uh, candidate for Oregon governor, um, talking a little bit about that, but really talking more about some controversy going on. Um, and, and, and we're taking the power away from the traditional media and, uh, and they actually had to fold, which is kind of a win and fun for me. Um, I like that. So that's coming up. Uh, Mark will be here in a little bit. Bill London's going to be up first with the news because he's talking about that. And then we'll get to Mark as well. And then Vicki Pruitt is coming to talk about a cool fair in Albany uh, that they've been doing. And it's like a body, mind and, and soul thing. It's it's kind of a the whole person. And I'll tell you, after what we've gone through in the last two years in Oregon, I need my body, my mind and my soul all connected, reconnected. And so this is an opportunity, not this weekend, but next weekend that you can go to this big fair with a whole bunch of people and you can find out just kind of just have something in common with people for a change. And then Kim Stark, um, she took the kids down to gamble at the casino in Florence. <laughs> and she can't do anything because she's in the green room and she can't stick up for herself. I can bring her in real quick and go, oh, yep. my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she's gone. Oh, it's just I can't keep her on there. She didn't take them to gamble. They're on the beach with their dad having fun. And Kim is down there because there's a new room that they're going to show down at the casino and also we have our question of the night which you are going to win some tickets to the fair we were just talking about for that question um, but we'll get that question to you in a couple of minutes here um who's who's talking already i know i'm a little early but that's because we're we it's thursday uh, split your guests let's hear it no i'm not going to tell you what we were talking about everything that happens before the show is like what happens in Vegas. You can't talk about it. So who are our sponsors? Well, Chris Dental Family Dentistry, where everyone is welcome, despite your vaccinated status. It doesn't matter. Dr. Bratlin feels like your health is important. Your oral health is important, no matter what your choices are. And he's very pro-choice um, to that. He's a very freedom-loving guy. And since he's been coming out and really speaking out, in fact, let me show you how he speaks out. I'll do that right now. Here we go. This is Dr. Michael Brown with Chris Dental. Oregonians allowed the lockdowns to remain in effect for two long years. Two years! We allowed government officials to dictate what we put on our face and what we put on our bodies with little opposition and not enough questions. Why do I bring this up now? Because trust me, they will bring back masks next winter after the elections. Next time, don't be complacent. Actually, follow the science and let your voices be heard. Next time, stand up to these power-hungry politicians. And he is busier than ever since he took a stand for what he believes in, not against anything, but for freedom of choice. And he's been really, really busy. Our other sponsor is Derek Roser Real Estate Group. And I'm going to be showing you a picture. He's got some property tonight we're going to put up there that you can look at, some rural property that's for sale. And we're doing that every week when he doesn't have a show. When he does have a show, he's promoting local businesses. And uh, howdy, Rick. What's that? Both Hutchins are come here commenting. Oh, okay. Well, the whole family can comment if you want to. I'm tired of media elites. I watch independent news. Well, I, we we love that you watch independent news, and um, and I'm happy that that you're here. So let's get the open. Oh, did I forget to do the open? Look at that. 
I didn't put, well, Bratlin got his time, right? <laughs> and our other sponsor tonight is Albert Taylor, Endless Possibilities. And Albert Taylor, we have a little one minute thing coming up in a little bit, but they do the greatest things for people. They work with people with uh, different, different abilities and make sure that they have the things that they want to do in their life. And it's an amazing organization and we're so happy to have them on board. Um, and they're always looking for employees because uh, it's tough work. And so they sponsor our show every month. And um, in fact, let me just let, let me just let you hear something from them. So, you know, Simon Sinek is very popular these days with why, well, the why and DD, uh, not a lot of ambiguity there. Okay. You know, I don't have to spend a lot of time explaining to new employees what we do and why we do it. It's very, very apparent, you know, versus, you know, you look at other things and, you know, you, you look at it and say, you know, kind of, what do we do? You know, why do we matter? Um, you know, why should I, why should I feel good about my, my job every day? And I think that that is something that we provide for people is that, that, that connection to a why that what you're doing makes a difference to the individuals, to the larger community is very, very, very clear. And I, and I think, I think in this world with all the turmoil and everything that's going on, that sense of purpose and connection is very, very important. I think there's a lot of people out there looking for that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, we just had that conversation today. And they have 15 homes, group homes, where people work and they are, live and are, are uh, supported. And then they also have people that live on their own and they just go in and do things like uh, their bills and maybe get them to, to their exercise class on time and stuff like that. Um, because people with different abilities should be treated exactly like everybody else. And that's all they want. They don't want to be special. They just want to be like all the rest of us. Speaking of special, here's Billy London. Good evening from the News Radio 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, co-host of The Wake Up Call, heard on this station 6 AM to 9, Monday through Friday mornings. And here's the official news. Well, one thing that is notable about this election season in the primaries for governor, we have a lot of candidates, 19 on the Republican side at last count, 17 on the Democratic side, which for many people was surprising that there were that many Democrats that were vying to go to the general election in November. And while that may seem like a cumbersome number, one media outlet, KATU TV in Portland found it to be very cumbersome, but yet they still wanted to do televised debates. So they were trying to put that together, realized, wow, there's a lot of people here. So they came up with a screening process to limit the size of its candidate debates for the May 17th primary. And they caught so much flack that now they've just canceled all of them. The station had set a contribution level of $750,000, which would have winnowed down the 19 GOP candidates to five. Former House Minority Leader Christine Drazen, Salem Oncologist Bud Pierce, Sandy Mayor Stan Pulliam, former State Representative Bob Tiernan, and political consultant Bridget Barton. The requirement was to have also narrowed down the 17 Democrats to two former House Speaker Tina Kotek and current State Treasurer Tobias Reed. 
Less well-financed candidates, led by Democrat Patrick Starnes, a cabinet maker from Brownsville, urged KATU to use a different criteria, like whether the candidate appears in the voters' pamphlet, actually has a website, has generated a certain amount of media coverage. But this week, KATU, after getting hammered by both sides, pulled the plug on primary debates altogether. They said in an email, we're going to concert our efforts on a debate with the primary winners in the general election. Now, as I've said before, while there are some of those candidates that are well known, we don't know anything about some of the lesser known candidates. And who's to say if they didn't actually have some valid ideas and maybe people that actually were more well qualified to run state government than say the ones who are the front runners right now. We may never know. Well, the Oregon Hospital Political Action Committee, easy for me to say, is betting $140,000 on anyone but Tina Kotek for governor. The industry group for hospitals donated the money to three gubernatorial candidates, giving unaffiliated Betsy Johnson $60,000, Tobias Reed, the Democrat, $40,000, and Republican Christine Drazen, $40,000. And the money is yet another indication that really the only major group support that Tina Kotek is getting right now is from unions. Democratic Governor Jay Inslee of Washington State has now signed a bill that will ban the sale, manufacturing, importing, and distributing of firearm magazines that hold more than 10 rounds of ammo. The Democratic-backed measure, which goes into effect in July, makes Washington the 10th state to enact a ban or restrict so-called high-capacity magazines, which are defined as holding more than 10 rounds, although I'm not sure who really defines that as high capacity, other than maybe the politicians that are making up the rules. But according to the bill, quote, the legislature intends to limit the prospective sale of large capacity magazines while allowing existing legal owners to retain the large capacity magazines they currently own. The legislation exempts licensed firearm manufacturers and dealers they can still sell the large capacity magazines to law enforcement agencies or branches of the armed services. And they can still sell them to people buying them who don't reside in the state. It would also not restrict people who already possess a high capacity magazine from leaving the state with that magazine and then coming back with the same magazine. Under the bill, though, violations of the magazine restrictions would be considered a gross misdemeanor, punishable by 364 days in a county jail and a possible fine of up to $5,000. Pretty hefty fine. So, I guess, in Washington, welcome to the state of future felons of America. Well, apparently fraud was kind of a thing in Oregon during the pandemic and across the nation, and the target was federal money to keep businesses afloat. 
So far, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Oregon has brought charges against 14 people accused of submitting fraudulent applications for coronavirus relief funds, totaling more than $183 million. Another two dozen cases have been resolved after the suspects returned the money or reached settlements, and a dozen more investigations still remain open. That according to Ryan Bounds, the lead COVID fraud prosecutor for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Oregon. And at this point, according to him, it's likely there's still more fraud out there that they haven't even found yet. The Justice Department reported back in early March that its civil and criminal investigations had uncovered about $80 billion in attempted fraud through coronavirus relief programs. But that may represent only a fraction of the fraud. Last year, Hannibal Ware, the Inspector General for the U.S. Small Business Administration, said they'd uncovered nearly $80 billion in potential fraud through its Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program alone. Representatives from about a dozen different federal law enforcement agencies have been meeting biweekly in Oregon since September of last year to review leads and coordinate investigations into potential coronavirus fraud. Among the agencies involved in the task force are not only the U.S. Attorney's Office in Oregon, but also the SBA, the Office of Inspector General, and the FBI. And according to officials, they expect their work investigating potential fraud is going to continue for several years. Well, workers, specific types of workers, across the state have been rallying, demanding Oregon leaders and the state take accountability in a caregiver pay crisis. Ooh, do I smell an IT issue coming on? According to the Service Employee International Union 503, thousands of caregivers across the state are being paid late or not at all by the state. The union says a new system designed to fix the issue hasn't worked. According to the union, the state has been using inadequate equipment to process pay. That would be IT stuff. Plus, according to the union, they're using an inadequate system that doesn't adequately meet the needs of the size of the workforce. Now, the Oregon Department of Human Services, which processes the paychecks for home care workers of the union, claims their new timekeeping system is required to meet federal mandates. Well, that's funny. It's required to meet federal mandates, but what DHS didn't say is whether it was actually meeting the federal mandates. Now, it was launched in December of last year, and they say that they're continuing to successfully provide paychecks for providers statewide. The question is, they didn't answer whether those paychecks are getting there late. That's a problem. DHS also says it's conducting outreach to home care workers. That might indicate there's a problem. Is updating training. Yeah, that might indicate a problem. Has added staff for support. That's the same thing that the Employment Department did and continues to add more resources for home care workers. No mea culpas there. All right, Rick, time for you to get really raw and real, really raw, like uncooked, like, you know, freshly killed raw. Get real, Rick. <laughs> well, Bill, I can't in Washington State. They don't have any guns. Oh, God, I can't believe I said that. I'm going to get in trouble for that one. Somebody's going to get offended. 
And you know what I think about offense? I think you choose to be offended. But you know what? Here's something. Are you looking for a, here's a tie-in. Are you looking for a place to build a house? Well, Derek Roser Real Estate Group has five properties on there. One is on People's Road in Eugene, one on the McKinsey Highway area in Vida. Uh, that's 38 acres. The first one's two acres. Arrowhead in Springfield or in Eugene is 0.7 acres. There's one in Royal Ann in Eugene for 0.34 acres. And Moon Mountain in Eugene, a 0.35 acre lot. Those are your five different acre lots. And you guys also, you can go on their Facebook page and check out their open houses for the week and find out more about this. Just check in with Derek. He's one of our sponsors and always doing good stuff in the community. And he'll be on next week uh, featuring, he features a business a month for his show. Um, and then we give away stuff. But don't tell Facebook because if we talk about that on Facebook, they shut us down. They don't like that. Oh, I'm a bad, bad, bad man. <laughs> Mark, Mark Thielman running for governor of Oregon. Um, so you were kind of part of this whole KATU thing uh, going down. You were one of those people that were um, kind of putting the screws to KATUs. And yes. uh, kind of fill people in on what happened and why this is so important. Well, this has been a kind of an ongoing issue. So um, way back in March, the, we originally were told that the qualifying criteria to be for the televised debates, and they were negotiating between Democrats and Republicans was $100,000 and 1,000 donors. And my campaign worked diligently and we met that benchmark. And three days later, they canceled the debates. And um, so that created a back and forth that led to KTU saying, we're gonna do the debate, Republicans and Democrats, and um, they interviewed me in a, a meet the uh, kind of a feature of meet the candidate and uh, still no in information other than the original criteria. And then lo and behold, hey, there's too many Republicans, 750,000. That's that's going to be the cutoff. And it doesn't matter how many donations you had. And so I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You can't change. The, it's like swapping horses in the middle of the river. OK. I mean, we, we'd already booked the date on the calendar for the second time. And um, the, when I, we reached out to KTU, there was, uh, it was like a giant, vast wasteland of just this weird tumbleweed sound. So um, if you can't get any resolution, you can't get answers, um, you know, that's KTU sounding a lot like trying to get answers from Governor Brown. So what I did is I got out on a little video and I let everyone in my campaign uh, circle know what was going on. And then I just simply said, you know, um, progressives have, have screened bloody murder about not not a, affecting the outcomes of elections. And the media has said we should not affect the outcome of elections. We need fair and open processes. I think you remember some of that, Rick, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So then you what did you do? Well, they immediately created arbitrary criteria that created a pay to play scenario. So my favorite is the candidate, Bob Tiernan, Republican. He's not a bad man. I'm not here to disparage the man, but he had a whole two donors on the day that he uh, registered with the secretary of state, half a million from him and half a million from his business partner. I had uh, 1200. And uh, so, you know, I didn't have the benefit of having half a million dollars because I have nine kids and uh, see, so I had, you know, 20,000. So, so you can see the difference. Yeah. And Mark, you know, what's kind of frustrating about that too is, um, but every, not just Republicans, but Democrats and everybody keeps saying, get money out of this process. 
And so what are you doing? Now you're using the amount of money you make to determine who gets to be in the debate. So the very thing that Oregonians are screaming for to get to get money out of the can to stop being about money. I, I think they should get everybody. You get one hundred thousand dollars each. Now, you want to be a good governor. Let's see how smart you are about using that to get your attention out there. And then let's see how creative you are. That would show a super good governor rather than how many unions can you suck off of? How many people can you can you shake hands and get money from? Because it's all about money. And this now. But so I, I'm so excited that this got canceled because now it'll be people. It's going to be up to people again to have to not just suck off the, the media teeth but to go out and really figure out who the people are that they want to vote for. So you guys have come up with a plan for your guys and what you're going to do. There's a couple of different options for people. Why don't you tell people real quickly about that? Well, naturally, uh, a lot of the grassroots advocacy groups, so Timber Unity jumped on it. Um, uh, some of us grassroots folks in the grassroots side of the Republican Party, you know, we all contacted each other, other campaigns, and uh, that created uh, um, kind of everybody working together. So there's two options. I think uh, Timber Unity is going to try to hold a uh, natural resource Republican forum on April 7th. And uh, the same night that K KTU was supposed to do that. And of course, that'll be live streamed. And, and this is what it's all about, because uh, prior to this, we were letting, as a party, we were essentially letting media and the Democrats dictate whether or not Republicans would be able to get together and have a debate to create their own criteria to narrow the field, if that's what we want to do. Um, you know, and uh, uh, to me, that's wrong. If we're going to be the leading party, the party that offers people a real choice, a real option from the overreach of the last two years, uh, if we're going to be the party of common sense, the party of real solutions, the party of unity in which not only can we reach across the aisle, but we can get back to having healthy conversations and, and healthy disagreements and in, in all in the pursuit of, um, of connection and relationship and truth. If we're going to do that, then we have to stop behaving the way we're behaving. Right. See, there was not one single, and well, I'm going to say this, not one, well, not one single Republican, including the executive director of the Oregon Republican Party that what, uh, reached out to KTU and said, hey, this isn't right. Right. They're kissing up to the, 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 the very media that they say is doing this. And you, so what I hope happens is I hope the Democrats do the same thing you're going to do is hold, have a streaming. We got, you don't need media like that anymore. You can put out your own, they could get together. And so I would watch that too. Like I will watch the Republican one, but put it out there and do it yourself and get it out of the hands of the institutional media um, and, and just let people, you know, because all the rules they make up, it's so stupid, you mm -hmm. know, and so get it, get out there. Don't have any rules. Just let people go out there and answer the questions that people want to ask. I think that would be fast, fascinating. Well, it is exciting uh, when you think about it. Um, grassroots side of the yeah. Republican Party is huge. It yeah. has exploded. And what's so powerful is, you know, you do a 30 second video. You tell people, hey, here's what's going on. If you think grassroots people should need to be represented, uh, call K to you, call this person. You know, you roll the name up and you roll the number. And then you find out that there were hundreds, not just of people that heard my video, but remember other campaigns started chiming right. in and reaching out. And that there were hundreds of uh, calls, so many calls that, you know, they blocked the email and, and, and okay, Hey, we're canceling the whole thing. And you know what? Um, as much as I would love to have a televised debate, 
Um, we need to be, we need to have consistency. We need to have fairness and we need to actually practice and model the values that, that we espouse. There's a difference between aspiration and action. And, uh, my campaign is a campaign of action. And, uh, as my track record shows, and, uh, this is a critical election and we shouldn't be, uh, uh, saying, well, we're only those who are wealthy and can pay to play get right. in. Yeah. Mark Thielman, thank you so much for coming on and talking about that. I appreciate your time and enjoy your company. Hey, thanks right. for having me. Rick. So, that, and yeah, it's just about fairness. And it's like, so we want money out of the campaign. So you only get to get into the debate if you make a certain amount of money. Kim, how, you know, I know, Kim, you're hanging out at a casino, but you know what? <laughs> Rick sent me down here. No, just kidding. I'm, I did not, not bring my kids here, Rick. This is, well, yeah, we're trying to pick up some more sponsorships. So in, in the meantime, Kim's gambling in a way to just try to, so I can pay her. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So you got to do the hard work. And I know Kim, this is fun. Uh-huh. And I get to see this brand new area here. So, it so was tell us about what's going on. You, you and Rick, tell us what's going on there. Okay. Oh, do you yep. Want, do you want to throw out your question or do you want to start talking? Should we for, do that? Let's do the question so people can think about it because it has to do with sports. So okay. as you guys can see behind us, these awesome screens. So this is the new, um, the gaming area here. It's called the sports book area. And Rick Ray is the gaming director. So he's going to tell us about it. Our question Rick came up with tonight. And it, should we tell him it's a trick question or not? I don't know. Let's no, just, you did not tell them that's a trick question. We're not, well, you didn't hear us say that. So now if you're joining in right now, you'll see the question. So the question, did, do you have it, Rick, to put up there, is mm -hmm. when was the last time Gonzaga won the national championship? And what do they get for, oh, what are they going to get for winning that? Okay, and then we're going to get, after I've talk, I talked to Rick here, we're going to join Vicki over at the Rosani Fair, and she's going to give away tickets to her fair in Albany. Okay, so all right, you talked to Rick. So guys, there's a question. When was the last time Gonzaga men won the championship? And I'll leave to you guys. In college basketball. In college basketball. Right. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. So tell us a little bit about this awesome area and what is going on behind it. So if you're a basketball fan or a sports fan, you know the month of March is dubbed March Madness. We do not use that here. That is trademarked. Uh, it's the NCAA college basketball tournament. This is round three, which is known as the Sweet 16. Uh, so the started with 64 teams last Thursday. They played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, got down to 16 teams, and this is the first two games of the Sweet 16. Behind me is a 217-square-foot LED wall, totally customizable. Uh, we have our odds board right here on the uh, right, and we have the screen set up into four games right now. We can go up to six games at a time. Tonight, there's only two at a time. Okay. So uh, this is where you make all your wagers. We have six easy-to-use kiosks. Uh, it's super simple. Uh, a lot of them just maybe don't even know some games are on. They'll come sit down over on the odds board. They'll see what games are coming up. Maybe they're through with the slots. Their wife's gambling. They'll come over, make a bet, and sit. You can make a $10 bet, $2 minimum, and sit for two hours and enjoy a game with nice cocktail service. Okay. And this is really a place to be. This is great, and especially this time. And tonight, what, what, who do you have playing right now for those who so right away? now, I'm a displaced Arkansas Razorback fan. The Arkansas Razorbacks are leading the number one team in the country, 34-33, with 17 minutes. We also have Michigan Villanova. Okay. Later tonight, Arizona-Houston and Duke-Texas Tech. 
Awesome. Okay. Yeah. This is the place to be, you guys. And right now it's nice and quiet. I know it gets busier on the weekends, of course, but this area is really great. So if you guys want to check it out at Three Rivers Casino, and I'm seeing the answers here, Rick. Are you seeing? <laughs> Some people are guessing. I saw Brian Eaker, I think, first said they never have. Yeah. And somebody else just popped in. We have the really smart viewers. I know, I know. We thought it'd be tricky. Maybe I shouldn't have said it was a trick question. I'll learn as we go. I think that might have had something to do with it. No, I mean, I want to give credit to those who said they never won one. Right, but maybe they're huge fans and they just knew, so. So, you know, we can always go back to the fruit. You know, what's the happiest fruit? Because that right. one, we, we stumped, you stumped them on that. That one I stumped them on. We, I know, we, I can't we, always be perfect with my question. We couldn't get that one. Mm -hmm. I know. Rick, it was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you, Rick. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think that's got a good name. Don't you like his name? I was going to say, we have too many Wrong Ricks and yet show. powerful. I'll leave you. He's a lot nicer than you, though, Rick. Okay, so our next thing tonight, and thank you so much for Sure I will, I'll come find you too right. after I'm done. Um, our next thing tonight is we're heading up to Albany because we have Vicki joining us and she is with the Rasani Fair and she's super excited because you haven't had this in what, two years now? Yeah, we've missed four shows during the pandemic. So we are really excited yeah. to come back at it. That's right, because you do two a year, I forgot. Yep, every okay. spring, every fall. Okay, awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about the fair for those who haven't been before. It sounds well, like very um, Oregon's premier body, mind, spirit fair. Everything that's holistic health, natural healing, um, you can get massage, body work, energy healing, sound healing, you can have an astrology reading or an intuitive reading, just anything that will help with unifying and healing a person, you know, kind of get back to where they can start trusting their intuition and just feel better about who they are. I love that saying, fill your heart, feed your soul. And this is on April 2nd and 3rd, you guys, the Lynn County Expo Center um, in Albany. And I was going to say, too, so we're giving you guys a preview so you know what's coming up. Vicki was so nice to give us tickets for those who answered the question correctly. So if you do want those tickets, let us know. We'll get those to you there. Um, tell us a little bit about why you kind of are so involved with this, because I know it's a passion of yours. Well, it was very grassroots. It started, I'm a massage therapist of 25 years, and I love helping people. And But it was kind of hard to help more than just you know one person at a time. And I met some really special people that really made me start feeling better about who I was. And I was like, gosh, you guys, um, we need people need to know about you. How can you find these kind of people? You know? Yeah. And yeah. so we decided to just had our first fair back in 2012 with 25 of my friends. And oh, okay. um, and it was great. We, you know, we have crystals for sale and did all kinds of stuff, but it was really small and now we're gosh, we have a hundred vendors and it's just a really beautiful energy. Just feels good to be there and has that good vibe and you know, just it's a place to have some sacred space, you know, mm -hmm. get people to um, have some tools and stuff to heal themselves. So yes. we don't do any, we don't heal you, like do anything yeah. like that, you know, it's more it's not magic to help you heal yourself and whatever spiritual or, you know, health journey that you're on. We have all kinds of holistic health, you know, wow. and natural okay. products stuff like that okay and you'll be there giving free massages of course well i don't do clients anymore i'm quite a busy person <laughs> but i dang it okay busy so yeah 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 well, i bet you are well this sounds really fun and for those of you who are in the area um it's again april 2nd and 3rd you can go check that out get some healing everybody needs that these days and then you have another fair in 
do you want to tell it's us October about the time for second will be the October next one and Okay. And I'd like to also mention, too, we do a huge raffle fundraiser for the Family Tree Relief Nursery. Oh, and that's okay. a local organization yes. here that um, is for child prevention uh, or child abuse prevention. Yeah, right, so right. Like, yeah. And they're having a diaper drive that um, is starting in April and stuff. So we just like to kind of get them kick-started and make some money for them and a really great cause. Oh, good. I'm glad you mentioned that. That is a big, a big factor too. Yay. So it's for a good cause. It sounds like a lot of fun. So glad you could join us. We're getting the word out. Rick, you're too far now, but I can make it. So yeah, I'll be there in body and spirit. That's right. All right. Yes. Connect <laughs> with us. Thank you. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Yeah. Thanks. See you later. Well, I know we're yeah. all over tonight, aren't we? Okay. God, we're in Florence. We're in Albany. Mm -hmm. We're in Mark was in Pendleton. He's doing a speech thing tonight there in Pendleton. Yes. We're so in Livingston, Montana. We are, we are we're like semi, um, what would that be? International. Wish, oh, well, yeah, remember, totally. Remember last we week? tell them what you are doing tonight, Rick, or is that tomorrow when you're going with your son? Well, since Kim is taking her children gambling at the casino. Um, I'm, I'm going to go, my son and his girlfriend and my wife, we're going to Pine Creek Lodge to go play bingo. Ooh. So it's an hour of bingo at seven. So I have to hurry up and share this show <laughs> and then get moving and get in the car and fly get to out. Get your bingo. <laughs> A7. Oh, I love it. Bingo. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when in Montana, Yep. Be like a Montana. I'm That's just trying right. to find experience. It, you know? <laughs> I remember when I was excited to play bingo when I was old enough to go down to the casino from Roseburg. So I can't make fun too much. Well, you have fun in Florence and say hi to Bettina and everybody else down there. And um, I right. will see you on Tuesday and we'll see everybody we'll see else then. on Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Right, Thanks for everything. Kim is awesome. She sets all that stuff up. She's the best person I can ever work with. It's great. I love her. Um, so uh, next week we have a bunch of really cool stuff. We're not going to have a show on Monday and I'll tell you why it has nothing to do with anything, but I'm having my um, inspection done on my new home and it's, it's, so I have to be there from four to six to be able to, to do, um, to check it out. And so I'm just going to cancel the show because um, my family and my wife and my home is pretty important too. So we, um, she gets to come first on that one, but we'll be back on Tuesday um with more um we have um i have a really cool story on a guy here in, in livingston who takes flies that people tie and make and he he paints them in watercolors in full like huge watercolor pictures and went and sat down and talked with him and it's just a really cool story about art and his spirit and kind of why he does what he does and um how it really helps him kind of connect with with his life. And then um, I'm looking here on Wednesday, Rosa Realty will be here to feature a local business. And then on Thursday, I have a business expert will help you sell your business. Or if you're looking to buy a business, he'll be here to talk with you. And I also have a friend of mine from Arkansas named Matt, and he's going to come and share his story. It's a little bit of a heartache story, but um, he's really grown from it. And I think it's going to be a really good show for you guys to listen. So anyway, that should be it. Um, have a good night. Have a great weekend. I will see you on Tuesday. Share this on your page so other people see it and know about the fair, know about what's going on with the basketball game, know what's going on in the world, and uh, have a better perspective on life. Yeah, I think that's what we do. Sure. 